They're back to save the world. By popular demand, an ancient legend is coming true. A force with the power that could threaten the entire balance of the world. Prepare for an all-new challenge. Welcome to Back in My Day. I'm David Petrangelo. This week, I'm joined by... Scott Burnett. Scott Burnett's back. Hey. Ian Walter. And Michael R. Power. All right, guys. Thanks so much again. Uh, we had a great time last couple weeks um, going through a whole bunch of different topics. We went through Pixar movies. We went through some spoiler discussions. Um, I will hopefully, by the time of this, uh, this comes out, have seen Spider-Man, so maybe I can add a thought or two in our next uh, set of recordings, but... Uh, yeah, don't listen to uh I'm not, <laughs> to I am discussion. personally not going to listen to it until uh, until it's, I have uh, to edit it it's or rife. put it up. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is rife <laughs> with spoilers. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, we warned, you know. we warned um, <laughs> yes, we as well. So uh, we're going to go through, uh, we're going to go through a bunch of dates over the next couple of weeks, but first a couple of topics that we wanted to bring up. And uh, we are at the 20-year mark of 1999, if you Ooh. simply just look at the calendar. Not only does that make <laughs> us feel old. Yeah. <laughs> we are all 20. No. Um, basically, it's a very, it's, it's been very, it's all over the internet this year that people are looking back to 1999 as an incredible year for movies. And even if they're not your personal favorites, even if there's only a few out there that you've seen, depending on your age or anywhere in between, um, there's so many blockbuster movies. You can just look at the top 50 grossing, for example, if you want to talk about blockbuster or things that made a lot of money, and every single one of those are memorable for people around our age, and I would say you could go back and watch half of those and have a great the time. The last no good year for blockbusters, I think. The last, like, the true good year where from January to December. Full year, you full calendar year. Great movie after great movie. I think so. I think so. Sure. Uh, very it's shocking how many like classic amazing is. movies it came is. out that year. Yeah. Um so well, I think each of us maybe will list off anywhere between 3 to 5. They don't have to be ranked in any particular way unless you choose to. Um why don't we uh why don't we start with Mike? Why don't we start with you? So, All right. we'll yeah, do uh, so. however you guys want to do it. Um everyone kind of has their own personal way of yeah, listing so. those 3 to 5 roughly and then we'll just go from there. I uh I did rank mine obviously. But, obviously. Um, obviously. Yeah. Obviously Mike ranked. <laughs> so, his. and I'm going to go what did you say 3 or 5? Whatever you got. Okay. If you got 5 go for 5. Okay, I'll go for my top 5. <laughs> sure. Um, and I'll go in reverse order. All right, so I think for me, the fifth best movie from 1999 would be the uh, comedy classic Office Space, and probably in 1999, that would not make my top five, but <laughs> because I work in an office now, and looking back on the movies... Just gave you PTSD yeah, at the time, like, like, oh, God, I can't. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> also, you hate printers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yes. <laughs> you now have a hate for yes. printers and <laughs> yeah, copy machines. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, number four would be The Sixth Sense. Nice. I remember seeing that movie in 1999. So that is also classic. my number four. Ah, <laughs> there we go. So we'll have some crossover yeah, for sure. Number three, yeah. movie we talked about before, The Mummy. Oh, nice. Because I love those mummy that was movies. 99, eh? Yeah, yes. that was. Yeah, that, that was just, a good one. I think we're, we're going to be thinking that a lot. Yeah. All the sequels I can take or leave, but that first one is a lot of fun. It's great. Yeah. A lot of fun. It's, it's so great. great. Yeah. I kind of harks I, back to the Indiana Jones style. You know, I'm also bad adventure. going through my top five, stealing the thunder on some other people's lists. So maybe I'll just do those three and... Sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I've got a lot of weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's go all then. Right. Number two for yeah. me. I can't believe all these movies came out in 1999. But yeah. number two is Fight Club. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Of course. Number one is like to me one of the greatest movies of all time, The Matrix, which we talked about before. But Sweet. that's my number one. Yeah. Ian, sir. Definitely, The Matrix is in this conversation. Love that movie. It kind of changed the way movies are made in in a lot of ways. But uh, I'll do a top five as well, and I'll start actually with an honorable mention. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, I totally Uh, forgot about that. That's one of my favorite movies of all And you don't get snatched with that. I love that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, And then we're going to go into the Green Mile. I mean, uh, how can we not? With Tom Hanks and uh, Michael Clark Duncan, I think his name is. Rest in peace. Uh, But Sixth Sense was also my number four. And... uh, Shyamalan, in my opinion, his best and 
one of the only <laughs> good movies that he's put out. Yeah. Ooh, there's an argument <laughs> to be made there take, for me. Yeah. I did like <laughs> Unbreakable, but not. Uh, I kind of came around on that one. And then, yeah. yeah, his movies are a mixed bag for me. Oh, kind of fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> from uh, some real stinkers, yeah. I think that. What was the well, this, one from three years ago before this uh, last one? It was the the uh, split. Yeah, split was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. And yeah. the sixth sense is even fun to watch once you know the twist, because then you can rewatch <laughs> it and kind of see works, how they man. It yeah, still works. put it yeah. together. But Fight Club's also in the in the mix. I mean, that movie with <laughs> Brad Pitt and uh, Edward Norton is just. Uh, I don't know something else. It's it's one of the best dramas I think I've seen in a mm. long time. But uh, Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Come on, Episode One. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's come high on. for me, number two. But uh, it, it like I'm tr- I'm trying to draw inspiration from what Mike said. Is you you get that initial reaction. This is how you feel about a movie. That movie was everything for me when it came out. It had the most anticipation. And at the age I was, I think I saw it upwards of seven times in the theaters. Wow. So, I mean, this was not a movie that I was disappointed in. Uh, I definitely see its flaws as I've, I've rewatched it over the years, but it you know, it has that initial magic, Star nice. Wars. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, The Matrix. I mean, I'm sure we're all going to talk about this movie, but, uh, I mean, Keanu Reeves. It, it, he's, it, border, <laughs> it borderline invented a genre yeah, of I mean, this neo-futuristic sort of like crazy technology. Like, it was the first movie to embrace the idea of technology and being sort of sucked into it like that. Yeah, and it's sort of like a virtual reality experience done right, like in an epic way, you know what I mean? (laughs) So it's done right, exactly. Well, I mean, you look at all these video game movies and they don't get a lot of love, right, because they're they're too, I don't know, the adaptation is not... Yeah, they almost try too hard. Exactly, and then you get this one where it's not an adaptation of a video game, but all the video games that came out of it were actually epic. So, (laughs) I mean, in the vein of Max Payne, I don't know if you ever guys... Uh, play that game, but oh, that uh, game. they took the bullet time from Max Payne and oh, they did game. Enter the Matrix, and it was just I had it on GameCube, and it was just <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll talk a lot about the Matrix, so I'm gonna pass it over. <laughs> uh, Scott, you have some of the weird ones, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw the one I'm gonna throw some out there that okay. probably aren't as unique. You said you had a list of Fair more enough. unique ones. Mine aren't aren't really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna put Phantom Menace as up there in in my top five. I think only maybe two of these movies would be maybe in order. Uh, so that would be in there. Um, I would put Toy Story 2 in there. Um, I would probably put maybe The Mummy in there as well. And then 100% uh, Matrix and Fight Club. Uh, Fight Club for me, no matter what the order is, will always be number one from this year because it's one <laughs> of my favorite movies of all time. Nice. Um, the book is great. The way they ad- adapted it is great. It has some sort of quote-unquote machismo issues sort of with it, and I think that's just that's the storyline. part of it, yeah. Yeah, it's part of it, but there's messages there with that and everything, but I just I just love this movie. Mm. I was blown away by it's, it when I saw it, so. It's a huge film, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the acting's incredible. It, it just spawned a way of thinking and a way of life for a, a very specific generation that yeah. just attached to that. I mean, you yeah. had that website, What Would Tyler Durden Do? And yeah. The whole sort of zeitgeist that followed it and a lot of a lot of what's in it still in a lot of ways will apply today yep. too when if you watch it today so. and i just thought in the same way that the sixth sense is rewatchable fight club is definitely rewatchable oh, yes. once you know the twist because yes. you can see how it plays out oh and the twist is fun to watch is that great. Kind of stuff right and i knew i almost knew nothing about it i knew who was in it i knew it was a bit more like adult when i watched it or whatever <laughs> like i don't, I don't know adult. <laughs> well i didn't really know what it was about all that much like i didn't know any of the fine details and the twist actually blew me away. I remember when I first watched yeah. it, and then same, yeah, yeah. I watched it in the, in the, in in that one sitting, and then I think the next week I watched it again because I was just like I have to see how it all played out, knowing. And like you said, you watch it anyways. I don't want to go make it a Fight Club, uh, <laughs> right? But podcast, it's one of those movies but. that like you watch at that age, and you're like, this is what movies can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's so it's so much so good, and yeah. it's been such it's a journey. Really well, and and you're, the writing and the and the visuals because it almost had that sort of that black wash film noir look to yeah. it, where everything was sort of like gray and yeah. and gritty and and looked really cool. Yeah, and there's a lot of creative ways of of putting in his perspective or their perspective, if yeah. you want to, and and just how the world is. Um, I guess how he perceives the world around him and everything. And I just find that fascinating how they did it. And mm-hmm. 20 years ago, they did it so effectively. Same with the Matrix. I mean, they do it so effectively and so yeah. well that it 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 is just like a huge landmark. And in my in my opinion, both both of those are for sure. But Fight Club even more so for me for 
a multiple. multiple yeah. Too bad for these studios. DVDs and Blu-rays aren't really a thing anymore because they'd just yeah. be putting out 20th anniversary. Yeah. This, yeah. this would be the they year that I'll be making money. Oh right? my god! Yeah, all the nostalgia. No I want to get that on a new remastered yeah. copy with unseen footage. Yeah, just <laughs> 19, 19 discs of bonus features and yeah. <laughs> behind-the-scenes commentary from everybody who worked on the film. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Scott. What about your list? Uh, my, so I didn't. I didn't go for necessarily when I heard you were we were talking about 1999 movies. I was thinking more. Honorable mentions are movies that you don't think of or yeah, not the good. ones that were the top ten. Why not? The three of us um, have a lot of the same. Yeah, so exactly. Why not, why no, not throw good. a well, I, different And ones. I put The Green Mile on it because I thought, well, that, that was a good movie. I'm not sure it did have the impact, but as, as I mentioned uh, on our previous episode, I'm a big Stephen King fan. So yeah, exactly. I saw that movie. As I said, it was it was almost... To the to the note, every page of that book they did on the, in the film and, and did a very good job. And I had just read the book and I had just watched the movie right after when it came out. So, so it hits and, even and, more. And yeah. it hit hit every it hit every note exactly how I wanted it to. So yes, that's a fantastic. I mean, Tom Hanks. I mean, he's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, Galaxy Quest. Oh my God. Tim yes. Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman. Uh, rest in peace. Fans, right? Hey, Gwen. Oh, hey, man. I want to thank you for that nice intro you gave us today. Um, guy. You probably don't remember me, do you? It's the sunglasses, right? I was on the show in 82, episode 81. Got killed by a lava monster before the first commercial. Uh, listen, uh, can we could sit in and uh, sign a couple autographs? By Grabthar's hammer, by the sons of Warvan, I shall avenge you. Next. Great sort of Star Trek uh, parody movie that uh, sends the actors into space, and it's fantastic. Uh, You're talking about Spaceballs earlier? Yeah, right? Spaceballs space space balls is not the Star, 1999, uh, obviously. It's a Star Wars part. parody, exactly. and this is the Star Trek parody. The, the yeah. whole space parody, is, I, I seem to like quite yeah. a bit. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what? Sam Rockwell crushes it. Oh, oh, Sam yeah. Rockwell's good in everything he yeah, does. Though. I know. <laughs> yeah, you look at that cast, and what a cast for a parody movie. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> like, good. That's awesome. You see Moon with Sam Rockwell? On yes. The that movie's amazing. That's another, again, Sam Rockwell. Go watch that. That movie's amazing. Um, I mean, I still like him as Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2. So. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But then you have to watch Iron Man 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> another one I had on here was Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. We talked about horror in the previous episode as well, and I, I'm a big horror fan. That was... As goofy as it was, it was a Disney spin-up. Well, I guess technically it's an old folktale spin-up. Right. Um, very dark, very uh, gory, very weird. You got Christopher Walken playing the Headless Horseman yeah. with those sharp teeth. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, that, yeah. Wife Power, a big fan of that one. Oh, yeah? We've seen it a few Sleepy times. Hollow? Yeah, I haven't seen that in so long. I do remember my cousin really liking it, though, but I haven't... I, it, it, I think it only... Uh, Resonates for me because it's like, oh, it's one of those. Oh yeah, it's Tim Burton. Oh yeah, it's yeah. very obviously. Well, I, I Tim was Burton. growing up. So. I was a big Tim Burton fan. Beetlejuice, yeah. one of my favorite movies of yeah, all time. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, there was a certain mystery to Sleepy Hollow that I liked. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I was hoping to get from the village. Speaking of Shyamalan <laughs> flops, I love sorry. the village. <laughs> sorry, I love no, the village. I did not like that one. Oh, I take. love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Also, another one where love I was it, like, eh? what? Twist. I loved it. I loved it. Anyways, I didn't next. mind it. <laughs> some are, some quick honorable mentions that I won't talk about too much. Three Kings, the one about the Desert oh. Storm, the three guys, uh, Ice Cube, uh, George Clooney, and uh, Mark Wahlberg. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. for that's they, a great they find movie. A, a gold or some money or whatever it is yeah. in, in the desert during Desert Storm. Uh, Detroit Rock City. I'm a big rock and roll oh, guy. Yeah. So you gotta, oh yeah, gotta have some fun with a Kiss Road movie. And it was just so lighthearted, and nobody in that movie was taking it seriously. No, at all. There, except good, for maybe fun. Edward Furlong, who was like. I was in Terminator. I'm amazing. <laughs> but everybody else is just like... Were you in Terminator? Yeah, I was. It's like, we're here to meet Gene Simmons. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, yeah, I had Office Space as well. Mystery Men. Oh, yes. yeah, that's based a, on a comic book. A cult classic. Yeah. It's kind of goofy, kind of fun. That's based so on a comic book. Well, I didn't know that was actually based yeah, on a comic book. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a Dark cool. Horse book, yeah. Nice. Uh, and my last one would be, uh, and this actually would be my number one movie. All right. If I did Ooh. have a top anything, would be South Park, Bigger, Longer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I saw that three times the week it came out. And the I remember it the, came out. the first time I <laughs> saw it, um, Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. And <laughs> Kyle's, mom, Kyle's mom is a big fat bitch. Those two songs, oh my God. I could actually barely hear them because... 
the entire theater was in the aisle standing and smacking things and laughing and screaming. Because, Blame Canada is oh, a number of, another yeah, favorite. That's, I, mean, I think my favorite here, is yeah. probably the big montage when they have like four of the different songs going at the same time and oh then Satan's God. up on the thing like the Little Mermaid saying, up there. <laughs> Just It's yeah. so insane. And at the, I love at that the time movie. too, South Park was very much the... Um, the thing we weren't allowed to watch. Well, the thing we weren't, uh, that weren't was allowed South to Park, watch, yeah. but in... in media and around households and stuff it was still a little bit taboo-ish yeah. if that's the right way to say it I don't, I don't which know. by today's standards is insane yeah. i remember yeah. actually being in grade uh when did south park first i think i was grade 11 yeah. grade 10 or 11 and i was in the library and my best friend came over and said hey come watch this and we're talking internet in 1997 yeah give or take uh, 1996, maybe. So yeah, it took a while to, to load it. But seeing it's the <laughs> Santa it Claus fight. It was the short, the very first South Park short that he showed me oh, at school. Yeah. And then the next, uh, within a couple months or within that year, it became a series. And that movie was made after season four. Right. We're pretty, now in season 23 after. or something yeah. like yeah. that. So that was that movie was made very early. But that very movie early. changed the series. It you know, did. On a giant well, curve and gave yeah. them all the money they needed to make it the show it is today, which is... Which is still fantastic. It's still pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's something yeah. to be said. Like, I was a fan of the show, uh, but being an 80s baby, it's like, you know, you watch the series and it's raunchy, but they do bleep the F-bombs and whatnot. And then you get there in the theater and, as, you know, you're, <laughs> oh, and it's and open season thing. and <laughs> you feel like you're kind of sneaking yeah, in. You're maybe not being old enough for this movie. It's just for the first time it's incredible. I know they're saying fuck. Mm-hmm. Can I say fuck on this podcast? Oh, yeah. You just did. I, I know they're saying <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you can, you can yeah. believe it if you like. I know they're saying I could, fuck, but when you actually hear it, it's when you watch Family Guy episodes now on Netflix, and I think half the time they don't bleep them. Because really? in the later few seasons, later last five, six seasons of Family Guy, they started swearing. Much like they do on American Dad in the last two seasons. American actually, Dad did, I remember they started that. Swe- well, because American Dad moved off of Fox, and they're on TBS now, so they can right. sort of do whatever they want. Um and and so that when they actually swear and you hear Francine in American Dad or you hear when Peter falls down the stairs in that and one episode swearing. and he's saying like the worst <laughs> stuff as he hits yeah. every step on the way down. I won't do an impression now. Was it like the first episode they were much. allowed to swear and they did that? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we got to get it all yeah, in. We've all gone in. this many seasons. Yeah. We've got to get this out. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it, even if not everyone saw it or even if not everyone was a fan at the time, th- when that movie came out, I, I I know I didn't see it in the theater, but maybe I saw it a year after it came out or something like that. That was a huge touchstone of a movie. Like yeah. it was everywhere. And I think a lot of it is still I maybe this is just my perspective as slightly younger, but it seems like um it almost felt like it it shouldn't have been a movie that was allowed to be made because there was they were still in the mode of people protesting the fact that it's so raunchy, even though it's a cartoon, but yeah. kids are going to watch it, and it's going to be, you know, all but, that kind of they, stuff. So. But they struck the balance because it's a musical. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fart and curse. Should we blame the government or blame society? Or should we blame the images on TV? Now, blame Canada. Blame Canada. It seems that everything's gone wrong since Canada came along. Well, thirteen songs in every in every yeah, scene. There's a song that's being sung, that's and right. a good song too. Yeah. One yeah. of them nominated for an Oscar, performed by Robin Williams, Robin Williams at yeah. the Oscars. Wow, and Blaine Canada was up for an Oscar. Yeah. It didn't win, right? But the <laughs> but fact that they, they were like, you know what? We got the Robin Williams on stage. By what these two yeah. guys did. In fact, it's more so just uh, Trey Parker, though, isn't it? Matt Stone, I think he's sort of kind of involved. I think he does right. a voice, but I think when it comes to the writing and the less production, involved with the writing, he's yeah. almost not involved. At oh, all I didn't anymore. know that. Yeah. But he's still there and he's still hanging still around. Still great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Trey Parker is. Yeah, that South Park was like. Yeah, it felt like the movie that uh, kids were like sneaking into. Like it felt like that kind of thing, and like yeah, it, people at school would like sneak into it and talk about <sighs> it. And you'd when it came out on VHS, it was like stealing your older brother's copy yeah. and getting your friends together when they're watching not as many times as you to, could because yeah, you, know you weren't gonna, allowing, allowed to. Yeah, like, it was like <laughs> you know, parents learning all the swear words. Learning, <laughs> learning all them words. Yeah. Donkey raping shit eater. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best moments of that movie. Uh, Again, can I swear on this one? Uncut. <laughs> we're we're going to let this one go uncut. How about that? Well, the second we start talking about South Park, you better know that you Yeah, know, you almost have to, in, right? Yeah. What else are you going to do? So we have a whole bunch of other movies. I'm just going to rail off a bunch of names. Okay. And then we can pick. So the first Austin Powers, we haven't Wait, mentioned. Wait, was that 99? We did this. Oh, yeah. no. The, oh, you're going we, 99 movies. Okay. I'm going just 99. So, like, oh, these are yeah. just uh, 99. I, I made a big mistake. That would be number one. 
Ooh. Oh, I saw okay. that five times the first time. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the thing about 99 is there's so many movies. I forgot that was 99. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Why yeah. wasn't that on my list? I can't believe it. I know. It's it's a classic I would put the household. second one on my sort of list if it was in okay. that year. Yeah. The second, the second one I watched. No, but that was me, 99. Yeah, because I think I just watched it more. I think oh, it was one of the one ones. Of the that, worst movies ever. But that's, <laughs> no, but it's yeah. just like, it's just the one that just. <laughs> in my opinion. It's just one of the ones that I watched continuously with my cousins and my uncles. It was just. Maybe right, I feel right like timing. I've seen maybe that like a dozen times as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If I had made the list in '99, it would be on there. I don't know if it stuck with me as much as some of the other ones. Yeah, but, uh, um, Big Daddy, which I love. I think that's one of his best it's movies. It's not bad. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's even even you know maybe it's not all up our alleys. Runaway Bride, Stuart big, Little, uh, Blair Witch Project, which oh, is Blair we Witch, talked about right. a lot on mm-hmm. a, on a previous episode. That is just. You talk about spawning other types of genres or movies. Well, like the found footage genre, found which footage. there are just, there's dozens of, of them there now. Yeah. Like Cloverfield and, and those types of things. And um, uh, the way that they marketed the movie is just oh, completely was revolutionary. Yeah. It was one completely. of the first sort of viral, like, I think oh, we're, it just, we're just showing you this snippet thing. and Before and making, viral was a word, it without was viral. Lying, we're making you think this is a documentary yeah. or this and, is actual found footage. And I mean... I I think a lot of people, whether they wanted to admit it or not, probably thought that it could have been real. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was for sure. Oh, that so was definitely because well, the internet talked still about. wasn't as yeah. diverse as it was no. now. So, and even even if you were on the internet, it's like, oh well, nothing on the internet is true. Like, yeah. That could be said yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, even more so. <laughs> all I much remember about the Blair Witch Project when I saw it in the theater was I was in like the second row, and with the way the footage is, it's like That'd I don't know. I'm seeing trees. I know <laughs> that's what I'm seeing, but I'm not really sure what I'm seeing right but now. Do you remember like the stories that would like go around school? Like I heard someone like puked on themselves and yeah. crapped their pants and yeah, 10 was, people fainted and, oh, so and then they, they had to call an ambulance like and, 7 people yes, passed out the premiere of this movie yeah. Yeah. go watch it the premiere yeah. got interrupted by an ambulance <laughs> having to get some like, poor old lady 140 million dollars wow. it made in North America alone and it had a budget I think I, I recall that it was like, a few thousand dollars yeah no kidding. Like, and I bet most of that went into uh, uh, pushing the movie. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, let alone production is like, hey, we got five guys in camera and woods. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> Steve, you mentioned your love for The Shining, and uh, well, Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut was out in '99. I quite liked Eyes Wide Shut. That was again, his last I mean, film. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big Kubrick fan. I'm a, uh, and that's the shining uh, the trajectory uh, crossroads there. I'm also a big, not just Stephen King, a big Kubrick fan. Uh, full Metal Jacket, Eyes Wide oh, Shut. Full Metal Jacket. Clockwork Orange is my Eyes favorite. Eyes Wide Shut got a lot of, it was very divisive back in the day. It was a very weird movie. It is very uh, weird, Kubrick, yeah. Did Kubrick die during the making of it? Uh, it was definitely his either, last film. It was his last, last film. film. It was either right at the tail end or just yeah. after, yeah. And it was odd. I like, I like Tom Cruise. I think he's, I mean, as weird as he is, He's great. He's an amazing he actor. Does. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and Eyes Wide Shut, Nicole Kidman at the time, that was yep. a, that was a peak of her career. She was this yep. big, powerful uh, movie. Still fairly actor. new. Yep. Uh, somewhat new, at least, anyway, to, to the scene. So, And Stanley yeah, Kubrick is one of those directors that you can just study for you know, oh, days. And, oh. <laughs> and, and you know, it's, just, it's just what you see. It's just the visuals. He was so deliberate in every weird camera shot and every really dark-lit room. And yep. just the way he shot his movies was... That's why The very Shining is forever in my top five <laughs> horror movies because of the visuals. Mm. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's very much about the visuals, yeah. um, mm. almost more than anything else. Uh, other ones that maybe could be hit and miss? Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, miss. Not, yeah, miss. We'll go, we'll go miss <laughs> That's on an that. easy miss. <laughs> yeah. um, American Pie I didn't mind very the song, easily. but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wicky, wicky. Still, like you said, the Men in Black song is still better. No, nothing tops Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, the Men in Black song is still better, yeah. Um, uh, Will American Smith, Pie could have very easily been on on my top few movies yeah. for sure oh, the first one first one yeah. oh yeah seeing that in theater was it was much the same as south park, south park like, yeah. watching <laughs> no in theaters like what i never got into those sort of those college type movies i don't know yeah, why, I don't what know it what is it, i can't get into them the american pie ones especially yeah it could have been just right timing hmm. a lot of it is right timing with with movies like this like, any I, given sunday i was, very I good was one year out of oh. high school when that came out so yeah I, I, it should have been it doesn't hit it doesn't hit right so can I take yeah. a brief moment to mention any given Sunday? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Is that I the was, football with Al Pacino? Yep. So I was fairly I was young, like I said, yeah. Yeah. in 99, <laughs> yeah. you know, sneaking <laughs> into South Park, watching American Pie, 
But my dad took me and my brother to see any given Sunday. And uh, we went to one of these theaters. It was like Scarborough Town before the renovations. It was literally like $3. (laughs) You go in and you felt like you were in a gym locker room. I'm serious. (laughs) The exit sign glow was actually on the the small screen that we were watching. People were walking in and out, lighting up cigars inside the theater. Like it was something else. (laughs) But any given Sunday, it was one of those, I think it was R or should have been. I'm pretty sure that was. Um, And it was just, yeah, it was also one of those movies where I was like, wow, like movies can be intense. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about that movie is like when you're playing sports, it's like, okay, everyone remember that speech that Al Pacino gave in any given Sunday? Okay, just think of that speech. Now you're motivated. Let's go. (laughs) Any Pacino monologue is a good monologue. Steaming Willie Beeman. He seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, Yeah, he seems to know what he's doing. Uh, I'll I'll just mention a couple others, and then we got. A ton of dates to get to. Talk about movies. We got tons of uh, summer movies. Uh, Man on the Moon's a very good movie. That could, oh yeah, the uh, Andy Kaufman Bob, yeah, and Jim yeah, Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. I mean, perfect mm-hmm. guy for that. Um, other ones are Ten Things I Hate About You, which is still something that people will watch today. That's a classic. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's especially pretty... in the female, like my wife, like wife power. Yeah, exactly. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Before the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, you said Mystery Man. Yeah. That that. That, uh, I love that movie. Well. I, didn't, I saw Dogma yeah, there as well. Dogma's oh. in there. Love, love that stuff. Classic. Dogma's amazing. That's one of Kevin Linus Moore said as God. Yeah, well, <laughs> and you were mentioning how South Park had the whole protesting aspect to it. Dogma was the same way. Yeah. You had the Christian, you know, supporters yeah, picketing absolutely. against that. So. Yeah, it was a big piece. Was of it that because too. they showed God or because God was a woman? Um, I, I mean, remember. there was probably or just because it was blasphemous. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, think, I mean, yeah. there was the angels the and stuff it was too. Just, it was just irking them. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's sort of similar to Good Omens. Have you heard this story yeah. of uh, yeah. Neil Gaiman's? And did you hear that there was uh, a big uh, petition online what, to get uh, against to not make it against Netflix to cancel an Amazon Prime? Oh yeah, show. that's right. <laughs> to not to not air. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And when did the book come out? Oh. 20 years ago yeah, or something. Were they protesting then? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, and then one last one, it's uh, Iron Giant, which I think is oh, an amazing, amazing... Oh, we didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah amazing cartoon movie. I'm that, glad you uh, mentioned it because I would have been mad if we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weren't you recently, Mike, mentioning how it's a very good standalone movie? There's certain movies that you kind of hope that they don't reboot or remake. Yeah, 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 or do a yeah. sequel for or anything like that. It is, it is. It's yeah, no, someone else, but you know I was retweeting them. There. I was <laughs> it's, like, it's yeah, they're sad. But he was saying, like, yeah. you know, there are certain properties and certain movies that you should never remake and never reboot and never do a sequel, no matter how much money you think you can make. And that someone said that's Iron Giant, and then I just said, for me, that's Back to the Future. Like oh, that yeah. is the one movie. Like I never want to see another actor play Marty <laughs> McFly. <laughs> I never want to see another actor play Marty McFly. I ne- I just don't want that. Yeah. I don't want them to remake yeah. uh, Back to the Future. I don't know. Sorry, you mentioned Back to the Future, and I got carried away. Yeah, no, it was okay. <laughs> but uh, they're sharing a mic for yeah. anyone who's not in this room, which is no. I, if you seem to trail off there, it's because I'm pulling the mic away. No, <laughs> Back so to the excited. Future is so special. Uh, just like well. The Iron Giant, you get a glimpse of it in Ready Player One. There are ways to throw back or do an homage, but you don't yeah. necessarily want to do a, a straight-up remake. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see a straight-up remake of Back to the Future, but I wouldn't mind them dabbling with the idea of sitting in that world and telling a new story within that world. Yeah, like how they, like we talked before, how they did Blade Runner uh, 2049. 2049. Like That's how yeah. you do, like a, if you want to make, if you must make like a reboot or a remake, I think that's the best way All to do it. those lines Yeah, at least. don't yeah. just like, take the Back to the Future script and remake it with new actors and like jazz it up a bit just because you think it's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. And the, like the day Hollywood does that, I will die a little inside. Like they already <laughs> did it with Ghostbusters <laughs> once, so I am already a little dead on the inside because of that. But uh, yeah. But you didn't enjoy going to see the 2016 Ghostbusters yeah. and making fun of it? Yeah. <laughs> I still kind of liked it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It had, it had, yeah. It's got its, well, the thing it's is, moment. kids really do like it. And I don't sure. think it was a bad movie. I just didn't like the artistic choice yeah. of remaking versus yeah. rebooting. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what the next one turns out. And, and um, if, any yeah. franchise they did it with, I won't be on board. It's not just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, exactly. Different reasons and stuff yeah. too. Um, all right. We got a ton of uh, dates to get to in sort of mid and late July. We're going to throw those out there in just a few minutes, so we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Guys, we're going to go through a whole ton of dates here, as I mentioned. Um, Tons of summer movies still coming out, so we're just going to hit random dates along the way. Um, 
first, we're going to start with July 15th. Um, any of you guys a fan of the uh, Planet of the Apes, the original ones? This is the date. Uh, July 15th in 73 is when the final of the series oh, yeah. came out. Uh, probably the one that was not forgotten, but would, would, would not be the first one you'd think of. What number the in the series what was it called? That? that would be five. There's five of them. Yeah, so that would be ba- Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Um, so this is... Uh, was Heston still involved at that point? Charles no, he wasn't in this one. So this is the apes fighting each other. Uh, so this at this point is pretty much just... Ape civil war. Yeah, kind of <laughs> is, is what it is, right? Um, I, I love this original series. I, I, the newest ones that, that came out are fantastic. Yeah. I think those are amazing movies. Uh, trilogy at this point, right? They haven't done four. They've done three of them. Yep. Those are great. Um, very well done. Who did the? Was it a? Was it a Tim Burton one that did the one with oh, Mark Wahlberg? Oh, that's right. That's very forgettable. <laughs> Roth and and uh, his wife at the time. Yeah, and it's that. just to me a terrible movie because I grew up watching the original ones. Lena Bonham Carter. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the t- at the time I liked it, but yeah, it has not aged well. No, no. So the, yeah. these original ones for me are huge. I, I mentioned this just to sort of use as a jumping off point of the series in general. I would say um, the first one is just monumental as far as what it means for people and all that and and just how much it stands out for what the story is mm. how sort of mind-bending it is um and the ending right of that first movie do you think they they thought they were going to make that into a series or they thought that was going to be a standalone at the time i wonder is it based on it's, anything? it's such a unique twist yeah. of a movie that it's like once it's over you're like oh it's like it's like an m night Shyamalan. Right. it's a big sort of it twist. is it's a oh, but it's then a to keep crazy it going idea and have like well we've got this world let's go with it yeah and if you've ever seen the second one where he goes do. underground immediately after the first movie right. that's basically how it starts beneath the planet of the yeah it is a strange strange movie hmm. they're they're talking to each other by just nodding and looking at each other, and that's how they communicate. And there's like a beep to sort of. It's, it's and on such a. It's so so. Right, how well you know these movies? Because like growing up, they I grew up watching like, these. Okay, ones, yeah. I, I watched I'll them on admit, TV, but I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a full one of those first original series. But from what I've seen, again, they're they're they look cool. I think the costumes obviously yeah. a bit dated, and they look kind right. of right. It's all practical, flimsy, right? It's all practical. It's still pretty for good for what that, it is, yeah. and for the shots for, and, and the, the late scenery. 60s. And yeah. all that kind of yeah, stuff. I think, cool. yeah, they look they that look cool. F- that first one and the third one, where he, where Heston and and the humans kind of fight above ground against against the apes for pretty much the first. It's basically the second half of the movie is just a big battle. Cool. And it's really really cool. They're sort of, of the at, ring styles with monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, ki- it kind of is right. Nice. So there's there's the mix of of the humans and the apes both being. Um, prisoners in a way, but they're still fighting each other, yeah. even though they're kind of in a similar situation with each other based cool. on where they're located. Um, definitely movies worth revisiting, despite that they might be a little bit aged. And they're such and classics stuff, so. anyway, why not, right? They are. Yeah. They really are, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. But at least classic. this is one of those series where they took a different take on these movies with the share, sharing the titles from the old ones, did a different take on it, still based around the same idea, but in a different way, and it, they really work. They're cool. fantastic Talk movies. About the new ones? Yeah, the new ones. Oh, yeah, I love oh, those. Quite they're great. Ones. Yeah, I really like them. They're so. all they're all like fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have done the exact same movies, and they maybe they would have worked. They would have been fine, but they didn't find a reason to do that because they're already, I guess, classic enough. They didn't want to screw it up. Maybe I don't know, but it's not the same. It's not really the same storyline. Mm-hmm. The new ones compared to the original series. Um, they I think just that's share, what makes it special, though. Yeah, they it's, share characters mm-hmm. and they share aspects, but. It doesn't really follow the same path, and I think that's actually a really good. They're they're pretty original on their own. Cool. Yeah, yeah like Matt Reeves took that trilogy and really made it. Uh, I mean, he makes that trilogy makes me excited for his uh, iteration of the Batman. That's going to be coming. Oh, that's out. right. Yeah, that's right. He's got so, the, he's got that. I, one. I think he yeah. has a handle on world building, and yeah, he captures the tone of what. You know, we were talking about dystopian future movies, and that trilogy is pretty good when it comes yes. to. Dystopian future. That's as deep as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> that and Blade Runner is deep as it gets. the first one oh, supposed Runner. to be a prequel for the original series? And it was like how Caesar, how, you know, it was about Caesar and how the apes became they, they kind smart of, and evolved and yeah, everything. Yeah, they, they kind of are prequels. And then he kind of but took they take it, place in modern day. Yeah. Right? But although there's a lot of time travel going on in the original series, so. So that's a reboot. We were talking about reboots, but that's, I guess, another good way to do a reboot in your mind. I yeah. mean, I, I think what they did with, with these newer three are fantastic. Because I wasn't attached to the originals. Like, I, it didn't really affect me at all that they were rebooting But I, them, I but... am, and it didn't affect me either because oh, I go. think they're just really good. Yeah, I mean, good. I didn't love the first of the three, but the second and third ones, I think, are incredible movies. Yeah. Oh, and with the technology, through. it's amazing. With the technology, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was exactly. what really blew me away about those movies. Yeah. 
No, I was just going to say that basically it's like we were talking about the right way to do a reimagining where you're not copying beat for beat the original and you're you're doing no. something that's relevant to today. Yeah. They they take characters with the same names and they take aspects of it but they don't blow them out of proportion. They don't in my opinion screw them up. So um 1988 on July 15th was the first Die Hard. So oh, that's geez. that's huge for a lot of people. Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> um so yeah, so well, the, July, fir- the first Die Hard is a classic. First. It is. Yeah. I think yeah. And if you're thinking of Die Hard, that's probably the first one you think of out of the series. Was it think? Nakatomi yes. or what's what's the name of the tower again? Yeah, I can never. Is it yeah, Nakatomi? Is that what Nakatomi? It is? Oh, I got yeah. it. I, got yeah. it. I think I, you got I it. I may right, have yeah. gotten it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My just going to pretend movie. we all know what we're talking about. And, say yes, and Alan yes. Rickman, of course, just uh, one of the best. Oh, he's one of the greatest villains yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a um, villain that is a true villain. Like, there's no redeeming that guy. No, no, um, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I mean, it was my favorite movie in 1988. Uh, it's definitely on my list of most watched movies we were talking in a previous episode yeah. about, like, you know, oh, Ghostbusters yeah. is up there, mm-hmm. uh, Back to the Future is up there, but uh, Die Hard, I watch it, you know, at least once a year around Christmas time. So. I'm pretty sure every <laughs> so single time... it's a Christmas time, movie for you. Right. I've oh, never no. seen it on television. <laughs> we're going to get into that debate. Yeah. <laughs> we can put our votes out there yeah. for that if you want. I think every single time I ever saw it on television, everybody is uh, eight feet tall and really skinny. <laughs> because I, when I, it was on TV when I was a kid all the time. Yeah. Of course, it's squished. Oh, yeah, right. on, the, on the tube TV. Every and, single time. Yeah. They never did a letterbox version of it on television. I used to see that. <laughs> yeah, it was on quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I get but it. great I, movie. The second one's good. The third one's fine. And then they all just sort of drop. Yeah, well, they, it's a whole other, it almost a whole other genre. A lot of stuff did you know Walter yeah. Peck is in that series? Oh yeah, yeah. The thing, uh, the thing with Die Hard, like I think we talked about things like franchise starters. So it started its own thing, which is like uh, an action movie that takes place in one location. And there's so many movies now that's like Die Hard, but like in the White House. And so the first one, Olympus is falling, falling. skyscraper, yeah, skyscraper. Skyscraper. Yeah, that's basically yeah. So the idea of Die Hard is like an action movie that takes place in like one location, right? So it's like this guy, it's just him against the terrorists in a skyscraper. And the second one is him in an airport and then the third one one. is just like they abandoned that idea and it's just like because it was a different script and everything and so they got away from that third one it's okay but they got away from it's different they got away from that thing i would have liked them to keep exploring that idea of like john mccain stuck in x location having to solve yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) in a zoo in a music part like you can can at the dentist's office (laughs) in a zoo he finds in a dentist's office exactly (laughs) that just ends up being the Mr. Bean episode (laughs) (laughs) it ends up being that Uh, what else same date um, 1998 uh, there's something about Mary which I think is now, in, in a lot of ways, like a classic Farley comedy. Fairly Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a classic Fairly Brothers. Brothers, yeah. So now it, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's goofy, it's immature, it's whatever, but it's, I don't know, I guess we're, we're kind of, the four of us are kind of like at that age where that was yeah. sort of a perfect timing thing mm-hmm. um, with that. It, it's not the greatest comedy, but... The best. Th- that's their shtick is is being as immature as possible while being adults. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the, true, yeah. A lot of like, fart jokes. Everyone's favorite <laughs> rated R or comedy is like the one that came out when they were like 12 or 13. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, now it's just, it's not as fun when you're just allowed to go see it. It's a lot more fun <laughs> when, <laughs> you're like, when you're not allowed to see it yeah, and you're still true. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I caught that one in the theater. So I was probably watching it around the same time that I was watching South Park. And Oh, f- yeah, for me too. I think so, it would be later that I saw it. But definitely Ben Stiller's, I think it was a breakout film for him. And yeah. yep. probably one of my favorites from him. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's great in that, too. Um, I can't look at yeah. Chris Elliott at the end of that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, The next day in 1993, uh, Hocus Pocus is a big movie, I think. Yeah, I was surprised at that list that that came out in the summer. Yeah, that right? Just, yeah. It, wasn't a, it wasn't a Halloween release. Yeah. Huh? How could it not be? I know. What was the <laughs> it literally thinking? takes place only on Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Weird. <laughs> well, I'll push back because I'll say that that's usually the argument I hear but pushing back on Die Hard as a Christmas movie is that it didn't come out around Christmas. But uh, yeah, same thing but, for Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. There's, but, there's no <laughs> questioning that Hocus Pocus is a Halloween movie. It <laughs> obviously <laughs> is. And then yeah, that's what makes it weird. Witches. There is yeah, no other no way around it. And it's. 
literally just takes place on on Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I guess there. Well, I mean, they must have had a reason, or it was their strategy. I, I guess know. I remember movie. watching this movie. It was good a though. A lot. Yeah. when I was younger. A lot. Yeah. And, um, Around Halloween, like every year. Yeah, it was. It was a Halloween thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very clearly. No, so. I watched it in July every year. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> it was that classic Canada Day July Fourth watch. <laughs> Maybe their goal was the video release to come by Halloween. Could have been, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah, that's probably what it was. was some sort of yeah, I mean, that's I know that's where I saw it. I, I I doubt when I was that young, I saw it in the theaters. So, <laughs> but no, it's yeah. a good movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah, it's fun, and, and and people that are in it that ended up being huge stars, like Sarah Jessica Parker. That's or, the only right? thing yeah, I ever so. liked her in. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah. SJP fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is what it is. Whatever. She was very good. Yeah. July seventeenth. Uh, I'll go to a movie, and then we got a game to get to. But nineteen eighty-seven was the first RoboCop. Oh yeah. So there you go. You that's, got that scene when they first introduced the big robot, and just it blows the guy out the window. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's just, <laughs> just blood insane. and guts everywhere. That was probably one of the first movies I ever saw where I, I saw a guy like, you know, yeah. like the, the squibs going off and all the blood going everywhere. And I was yeah. like, whoa, this is this is this much. Is, <laughs> this is much muchness. I don't know what to do with this. I think I was eight at the time when I saw it. Oh, wow. wow. So you saw it young, yeah. yeah. yeah it's nice. a violent tape. It is a violent movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is. They kind of all are, yeah. Yeah, that's like the thing about it yeah. is that it's violent. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I mean, I, I didn't realize how I guess I knew it was an 80s movie, but it was a little bit older than I thought it was. I thought maybe it was a 90 or an 89 or yeah. something mm. like that, but yeah. What year was it? 87. 87. Oh, 87, yeah, yeah. 87, yeah. The so. year of Predator. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. So there's some competition <laughs> with the, with sort of uh, the action movies. And gory stuff movie uh, competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys ever play uh, TIE Fighter? 1994, that came out on July 17th. You ever play that on the I PC? Never play, I've heard that nothing was a classic. <laughs> yeah, crazy classic. I mean, now it wouldn't. Maybe is it like a Star Wars? Yeah. Is well, it is okay. it flying? Wait, like? what? <laughs> Lucas Arts has Is it a Star Wars <laughs> game? It's called you Tie be, Fighter. Well, that's why I thought it was a Star Wars <laughs> yeah. game. I've never heard of it. Yeah. What? Is, I didn't it, have is it. it specifically a flying game where you're typically Where you're a Tie yeah. Fighter? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. a, it's an in the cockpit fighting right. and then, and then they have X-Wing, then they have X-Wing versus Tie Fighter. Lucas Arts had some classic Star Wars games. Yeah. There's so many Yeah, has it. They only have Was it linear or was it sort of like free roam 3D three-dimensional? It was sort of a half and half kind of kind of idea. They'd go mission to mission kind of thing. And basically, yeah, you're just you're shooting down. This is kind of like the first time that they would you're the bad guy. Oh yeah, that's right. So you're you're the bad guy and you're shooting down the X wings. That's one of the main of the universes where like another good one. Yeah, there's the a bad, few. The them. bad guys are the coolest looking guys in Star Wars movies. The stormtroopers yeah. and Darth Vader and the ever those those guys are the cool guys. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> they so they look got, cool anyway. Yeah, so they they kind of turned it on its head. And this is only yeah, ten years ish after the the trilogy came out. So mm-hmm. you know, still massive and still huge. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's other games that came out, but you're always Luke. What was it on? Mm-hmm. I was just PC. Oh, PC. Because stri- at that time, it, they couldn't really do that on, on any other right. systems and stuff. So I remember playing uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, which I think was the third of this series. And they basically mashed the two games together. Nice. And you could pick which side you wanted to be on cool. and stuff. But they're in cockpit, you're in space, and there's battles going on around you, which is now just part of every Star Wars game in yeah, some way or another. Right. But they did this in the, the only one I 90s. played was the uh, the online one, Swatter. Uh, um, Knights of the uh, sorry, the Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMORPG. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, yeah. Co- yeah. And Kotor. The, yeah. the, uh, the the piloting uh, aspect of that game is actually quite cool because you do. I guess you're sort of in a 3D box. I guess it, right. uh, the level that you're in, but it's free roam, and you're just sort of yeah. going around doing what. You and need it, that to was do. sorry, that was the MMO one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what, that's actually six, one of the only Star seven, Wars I never played eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's being adapted to a movie. Well, yeah, uh, it seems like they're oh, going to use it's that. It's very story-based, very. Like, e- even when it. you're playing it in an MMORPG, when you stop and talk to a quest giver, there's, like, a six-minute cutscene for every single yeah, quest that you voiced, take. Yeah, it was fully voiced, right? Which yeah. is just not fully a thing in MMORPG. Yeah. Yeah, oh, downloading that, because I had to download the game. Yeah. It right. took like, At that all time? my data for the month. <laughs> the time. Was like, yeah, no kidding. Well, I'm broke now. <laughs> I can't actually play the game until next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and clearly I can't keep tying up the phone line. And <laughs> <laughs> the phone line. Uh, dial up. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, and then I, I threw this in here because I just think it's almost something to laugh at, but 96 on July 17th as well was Kazam. 
<laughs> Goodness. That one with, uh, uh, what's his name? Sinbad? No, Shaq. Shaq. Shaquille so it's hilarious that you say that. That's, it's exactly I'll tell yeah, you why. Okay. Oh, There's okay. one Mike's, of those. Mike's, Mike's making it funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, but I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The yeah. Shaq as a genie. Mendoza effect or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. The collective mismemory or whatever. Yeah. Well, and even when Shazam came out, it reignited people's memories of Kazam because they yeah. literally thought Shazam was the name of the movie. Yeah. And it's also. <laughs> Also very forgettable because it's actually, not very good. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is exactly. I'm pretty sure I have that weird memory of the Sinbad Shazam movie. Like I could have sworn it was probably real. That's crazy. Eh? Probably. I mean, like I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but it was not if actually a movie. Does. That's just. Yeah. You know, you said '96, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Previously, we were going over '99 movies. I think '96 is one of the biggest '90s years in, in film for me personally. There was. Easily 50 solid movies that came out in 96. in 96. I don't know if Kazam is on that list. Really, I highly doubt but, it. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's on the list of movies that was the released. Top five for you. <laughs> yeah. But literally so many movies. We're talking Scream, The Rock, yeah. Independence Ooh, Day, Rock. Mission Impossible, yeah. Twister, 12 Monkeys, like even Ooh, Eraser, and Honorable oh, Mention, Eraser. Ghost in the Darkness, anybody? Oh, yeah. Ghost in the Darkness. Is that the Val Kilmer in Africa, The Lion's? Yes, that is the one with Val Kilmer. It's probably one of his best movies. Pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Michael Douglas and uh, just that list alone, Val Kilmer. Cool, worth it for sure. Yeah. Uh, Too Um, bad it's not. We missed 2016. (laughs) Could have gone 20 years. 2026. We'll do the 30 year. uh, Okay. 30 year look back. I'm gonna book it in. (laughs) Yeah, book it in. Book it in. I'm gonna throw it in the calendar. calendar. Um, this isn't going back too much, but we have talked about Final Fantasy before. I'm not sure, Scott, if you played Final Fantasy all that much. Uh, I played the first one. The first one. And so that was actually the only one I've ever I'm gonna, played. I'm going to mention it because it's because it's a big game, but Final Fantasy X came out July 19th in 2001. So um, I played this one a little bit, uh, but it's, it's too big of a game to kind of ignore. Um, I just want to throw it out there to say that we're not ignore, ignoring it, I guess, <laughs> in some ways. Even though maybe we, we collectively don't have as big of a Final Fantasy experience. I don't know, Ian, we, we haven't talked about too, too much with you, but... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I... I maybe played, not this one specifically. Yeah, I played specific versions. Which version are you taking? This one? is 10. Right. Which so was a very I popular one. It had seven. 10, 10 two. Ones, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it had 10, 10, 2. It had sequels. And I played seven, 7 for sure. Yeah. I can't recall all the versions that I've played, but I know that I was a big fan of Chrono Trigger earlier yeah. on. Right. Super so Nintendo. Right, early so. style of, yeah, yeah. of, that, of those mm-hmm. games and stuff. Mike, I'm, I'm going to mention this just for you. So on July 21st in 2000 was the Pokemon movie. Get ready for the greatest adventure they've ever had to face with Pokemon you've never seen before. Kids WB presents Pokemon the Movie 2000. Oh, oh no, both of us actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess we'll we, That was yeah. my movie at our cottage. It was like watching it over and over. Yeah, yeah so, so it's... It came out in 99 and 2000, depending on where you lived. Yeah. Uh, when I looked it up, it said 2000. When you look up 99 movies, it says 99 as well. So I think it just depends on where that you were. That movie had huge buildup, and it had the, uh, it was like a theater experience, and they were giving out the free Pokemon cards, and you had to go <laughs> yeah. opening night and talk about getting kids in the theater. Like, talk yeah. about, like, marketing strategies, like Blair Witch, like, free Pokemon cards, which at that time, <laughs> it was like hotcakes. Yeah, it was yeah. like... Oh, that man. was currency. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on the kids' side of things, but similar to our discussion on South Park. I mean, it was very much an extension of the TV series that mm-hmm. we all grew up yeah. watching, right? So, well, yeah, not and all early of us, on <laughs> when that was released, at least in North America, right? Like, it was something like that show was out for ten years in North America when that movie came out, right? right. It was still somewhat early on in that, and it just kept building from there. Like, mm. yeah. I don't know, the huge craze of Pokemon was just like. Just like with South Park, it hit its peak at the, at the, about the same time. Yeah, and yeah weird. It eh? hasn't really slowed down. When it's you think weird about that it. it's I was crazy. watching the Pokemon movie and the South Park movie in the same year. <laughs> in the same year. <laughs> I grew up a lot. Yeah, within the same six to eight months. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy how these really popular franchises are pushing the medium for video games. You look at something like Pokemon Go. And now you yeah. have all these games coming cropping up that are using that technology. But I mean, they're early movers on these things, and even RPGs like Final Fantasy. You got Pokemon popularizing that genre of video game, right? So it's it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And uh, one more uh, uh, on also on July twenty first. This was a huge game for me, but Mario Tennis on N64 oh, in 2000 dude, also came out. Mario Tennis. <laughs> yeah, is... I played the heck out of this game. Oh, it's like top. <laughs> 
probably two uh, N64 game yeah. for me. Wow. I played it right so much. And yeah. I played it, not only did I play it like insane amount in high school, and it was the number one game to play with like my friends. Like okay. that was Mario Tennis. That's what we only played well, then. Well, because you could play doubles, right? So you could oh, play doubles four was, people. Yeah. It right? was the, on one screen. Yeah, it was the on best. On one screen, um, which was never the case when you played four people in, in multiplayer. Yeah, because yeah. that's the reason. You're right. Because yeah. it's not, it's a four-player couch co-op that's not split screen. Yeah, that and this, Mario Party were the only ones that yeah, did it, really. So, and, I, so, uh, and I, brought, like, I brought it to college with me and we played yeah. it like nonstop. We even, it was like, an easy party friends game. Friends had, yeah, it was like, Friends were made and friendships were ended and <laughs> nicknames were had and yeah. you know, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. Were had. It was this one guy we called him Faulty Dave because <laughs> he would he would Dave. double fault every time like when a big point was coming up. It was hilarious. Yeah, and then different Shout characters had different Dave. types of Poor shots. <laughs> not not Faulty Dave, Dave. <laughs> not this Dave. Another Faulty Dave. Yeah. Uh, also, I didn't realize though when I when I looked it up that it was the first time that Waluigi was in a, any oh. Mario game. Oh, you big Waluigi. That was his Waluigi, first ever yeah. yeah. They made him that, for that game. They made him That's in that game. Epic, right? Which is, I know why that, right? Because <laughs> well, they had Wario, I guess. Yeah, Wario before, was already in it. But they needed a Luigi. Technically, style, right? I guess technically, Birdie was already in it. She's, right. the, she's the pink yeah. one with the ball. Birdo. <laughs> Birdo. Birdo. Oh, Birdo. Well, originally in Super Mario Brothers Two. That's right. In, in the instruction book, it's Birdo. It's Birdo. Yeah. Oh, Actually, okay. I heard you guys say that on a podcast, and I was screaming into my. Birdo. Oh, no. Why did they say Birdie? It's Birdo. I think that was me. I just assumed it was Birdie. I don't know why. Birdo. Yeah. So yeah, technically she was already in it, but I guess this was the first sort of. Larger form, or and she was always a, a bad guy in, in two. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was that yeah. guy in Mario Kart that always had to choose Wario. So once they brought Waluigi along, I felt like, oh, okay, there's someone that I could take that no one else really is clamoring for. Or whatever. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was actually like a deep game. Like each character had its own like style, yeah. which is pretty deep for like an N64 game. You know, they yeah. weren't just clones of each other. Enough modes, the different um, courts would yeah, change up courts. the game enough. Yep. And yeah, it was it was like one of the best sports games. I yeah, think, a lot ever. of them in this and in it's this tennis, generation right? were like, good. Yeah, it's cr- incredible. Yeah, all of the Mario sports games are enjoyable. They're, I yeah, mean, yeah. the golf one was really yeah, good. yeah. Golf is coming up somewhere on our list soon, so that and, that one was even bigger for there me. There you go. So. And your guys' love for Mario tennis is kind of how I feel about uh, Mario Strikers. I think it was called in oh, GameCube. Yeah. Soccer. That game, game was yeah. like like my Mario tennis. Like that. I was never like, played that. Yeah, it was it was a GameCube game. It was also shared screen, so it wasn't split yes. screen. And it was just like it was soccer, but you know, you know, for Mario, Mario, like Mario eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like what, I don't know what how to explain it. It's heightened, so it's it just works, arcade-y right? Yeah, fun. I mean, it's not yeah. heightened reality because it's Mario, but it's. They it's, can goof with the rules a little yes. bit and make it their own mm-hmm. because it's this weird Mario world. Yeah, and they can very clearly get away with it, and you're yeah. all okay with that. I think there was a Mario tennis game that just came out. The, yes, within the yeah, last, they keep making the last, last year, year, I think maybe. Yeah, I never yeah, it, played it, but I did. It's it's good. Yeah, yeah it's very good. I heard it's tough. But I yeah. heard it's, it's very good. So. Well, because you you can play online against other people, right? right which so automatically like, makes it tougher. Yes, <laughs> it's fun because like when no you, faulty uh, Dave's online. No. <laughs> <laughs> other uh, sports games well, are. You like, hope there are. You can beat him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway. They're like straight simulations, and it's like um, they're always so difficult. So like to add it and be, make it accessible for like younger kids and stuff. That's yeah. What, well, that's, I guess what the, that's what they do, and yeah, that's. I like that approach to sports And they games. expand the roster. I mean, you get to be Boo. You get to be the Koopas. You get to be someone like Wario or Waluigi. Like yeah. Norm- and the other typical It's just like a Mar- Mario formula, like right from Mario Kart, right? You yeah. get to play all these characters. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's another... Nintendo's yeah. good at that. Making, oh, yeah. Making it accessible. Yeah. Per- perfect. And multiplayer friendly. Yes. Yeah. The multi- and couch I mean, co-op, which And I think that's why a lot of those games, especially N64 with being able to have four people on the same TV mm, or yes. same couple of TVs or yeah. whatever it is, uh, the sort of early land party sort of idea. Yes, um, that's why they're so memorable. Is because that was a very easy thing to do. You could be playing a tournament with yeah. three different N64s yeah. or two, or even just oh, two, right. and it would it would work out because they're perfect get together party games in a friend's basement. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, that'll do it for this week, uh, for this episode. Thanks very much uh, for joining me, uh, Mike. I'm going to let you take care of everybody's reminder for uh, our accounts and everything. Oh, yes, please I follow, always forget. Please follow us. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Day Back In. Facebook? Day Facebook as well. Yeah, we do have a Facebook one. It is public yes. as well. Yeah, so everything kind of gets shared along across our accounts and everything too. So, um, yeah, thanks very much for listening and uh, we'll get into a few more dates and a couple fun topics next time as well. Scott, thanks again for being here. Thanks for having me. It was a and pleasure. We'll see everybody next time. Later. 
creep? The future of law enforcement. Robocop. Thank you for your cooperation. 